Okay, you ready? Yes. Okay, welcome back to Questions You Never Thought to Ask, the Whitewater Kayaking Podcast. Uh, first of all, apologies for missing a week. Uh, last week, I had scheduled an interview with um, Nicole Mansfield. Unfortunately, I didn't uh, make time for, so that's on me. If you are expecting a podcast last week or two weeks ago, I'm sorry. I apologize. But hopefully, we're back onto our scheduled programming now. Uh, this week, I'm being joined by Whitewater legend Ben Maher, and I wanted to answer a question that gets asked fairly... People ask me about it fairly frequently. I don't have a good answer to give people. But something people say to me pretty often is, if I don't get to kayak all year round, what are some good things I can be doing off the water to help improve my kayaking? And I'm always like, I don't really understand. I just try and go kayaking as much as I can. Uh, but I guess that's a luxury not everyone has. Um, and Ben Maher, you're something of a fitness guru. Um, what, what do you have? What's your two cents on this? How can people improve their kayaking whilst not going kayaking? Well, first of all, Mr. Ashworth, I'm, I need to push back on your fitness guru comment. <clears throat> um, but I would be in the same boat as you when someone says I can't go kayaking. First thing I would say to them is what is that situation and can you actually go kayaking? So for an example from my own current situation, I'm in Victoria, BC for the past two weeks. There's not much around for whitewater, but I've been going kayaking on a lake. And that is something I never would have done a few years ago, but I've really been enjoying enjoying it. And just getting out and doing some flat water sprints and working on my forward stroke is has been sweet. Um, and then to actually answer the question, if you can't paddle, then just do something like it doesn't really matter as long as you're as long as you're doing something that you're going to enjoy or you'll enjoy the work afterwards so maybe you think hiking's super lame i certainly did back in the day but now i i really enjoy putting my legs through a challenge and and going for a hike it's been really snowy in victoria so at a certain point i i, I was like fuck it's super snowy i can't go hiking I went, I went for a run and, and it, there was about a foot of snow on the path and I, it would have been very easy to just be like, well, this is stupid. I'm not going to run through this, but I just ran through it. So <clears throat> just, just go and do, and do something as far as exercises that I think benefit kayaking, I would, I would just stick to stuff you can do inside, like, like yoga and any sort of movement, movement routine, which is super easy to, to find online. That's that's all I I really do. If I'm not going to go outside, then I'll, I'll do something inside, which typically for me ends up being yoga. All right, let's rewind for a second here. You said you had access to doing some flat water kayaking right now. You're doing some sprints. You're working on your forward stroke. What does that look like? Like, give me the give me the Benny Maher breakdown. Like, you're going for a flat water paddle. Is that like 25 minutes poodling around with? two 20 second sprints so what's that do you have like a, a structure a breakdown there like what's the give, yes. give us the rundown give so, it to me. my friend Leif Anderson sent me some uh, some flat water workouts that he's been doing so what I do is I get into the lake the lovely lake and I'm, I'm using a karma unlimited I also have a sea kayak with me 
but for these workouts, I've been using a Karma Unlimited, which greatly helps with, like, the faster the boat is, the less bored I think you will be, because pushing a uh, white, like, if I were going in my OG, pushing an OG around the lake for two hours would turn into more of a mental exercise than a physical exercise. <laughs> yeah, it sounds miserable just saying it out loud. Yeah, so I go, it, it usually takes about an hour and 45 minutes to two hours, and in that I cover probably about 12K in circuits around the lake. So the first thing I'll do is uh, medium, medium speed endurance, so that's five minutes on at 60 to 70% effort and two minutes off, and about five, five rounds of effort, so that takes about half an hour. Then I go to short speed endurance, and that is two minutes on at 70 to 80%, one minute off, three minutes on, one minute off, four minutes on, one minute off, and then you go back down. So it's a bit of a, you know, down to three, down to two, down to a uh, break. Yep. And I do that twice, and that takes about 50 minutes. Damn. And then we'll do sprints, and that's the same format, but 15 seconds on. Um, 15 seconds on, one minute off, 30 on, one off, one minute on, one off, back down, and I do that twice, and that takes 17 minutes. So whatever fucking around I do, or I have a, I have a little workout app on my phone that I stick on, on the boat in a waterproof little case setup, so I can just, I can just paddle, I don't have to touch anything. Um, but I, I have, I have gone down the Instagram wormhole in between, in between sessions once or twice out there, but it, around two hours and that's the flat water thing. And then, and then the forward strokes up, I'm just trying to learn as much as I can by watching the paddlers who I think have good style or are really fast that I've, I've started watching a lot of world cup slalom videos yeah some of those guys are ridiculous like you look, yeah. look at their technique and you look at you know some of the top 100 guys mm -hmm. in white water kayaking and the difference is like pretty staggering in terms of yeah. like how they're using their forward stroke effectively not to say that like the those like top 100 guys aren't like uh aren't also excellent but they're definitely just doing things very differently you know yeah so i and i don't want to it's not their style or aesthetic that I want to mimic and bring into my own paddling. I just want to, to see how they, how their bodies move. And, and then at certain point, like if I do a race, I want to have that sort of practice and information and, but that's, that's what I've been doing. And now it's been a good, I've been, I haven't been on a, on a proper river in about a month now. So all this work, I'm excited to, to just see see what it what it does for me when I get back on on the creek, which it should be pretty soon. Um, let's go a different way here. We were just talking uh, before we got into the kind of the what you're doing on the flat water stuff. Uh, you're also doing yoga. Like, is that something people can do at home? Like, I know for me, I just have like a little app on my phone and I like hit it and zone out for a bit and do whatever the app tells me. Is that how you approach yoga? Do you have your own attack format for it? What's what's up with that? I, I have videos, online videos that I, I like that I've, I've, I repeat. So what I like to do is find a video I like that 
comes from an instructor that I, I also, I like, like I, I want, if you pick a video with an instructor whose voice is annoying or distracting, I, I won't do that one. So I'll pick one that is something I'm used to and, and don't mind listening to. And I'll try to repeat it so that you can feel the benefits of it and get better at it. And the more you do it, the less, all you'll end up needing is the audio. And sometimes I'll even buy that audio or I'll, what I've actually done a lot is I'll put my phone right next to my computer, do a, do a video and record it on my phone so that I don't need to be online. And, um, and that's, that's it. Like the, I pick videos based on how much time I want to spend doing yoga. It's really easy to find, um, to find these videos. If I don't know what you do, if you put links up to, to your podcast, but do yoga with me.com is really good. And the aloe yoga YouTube channel, they both have a lot of free, free yoga videos. And then if I do my own thing, it's usually 10, 15 minutes. And I just string together all the postures that I really like the feeling of, or that I feel are beneficial to kayaking or that I feel will counteract any discomfort or muscle hold muscle pain that's starting in the body all right now we just talked about something interesting um in your talk about yoga there about stuff for free right what do you how do you feel about joining gym should people join a gym yes or no what's your two cents on that um i, I would say not to overthink it don't worry about the money because in the long run it's it's actually not <clears throat> that expensive if you're for, for someone like me i travel around a lot so it's actually, I don't go to the gym, but if I, if I were going to, it'd be pretty easy to get those month, entry month discounts or like try it out for free. But if you live somewhere, for me, if I lived on my own, I wouldn't go to a gym because I could just do whatever I wanted in my own space without bothering anybody. <clears throat> but if you find it difficult to self-motivate, I would go to a gym because <clears throat> you can bring your phone in there with headphones you can plan out workouts before you go and, and just smash it out. I go to yoga classes as well. If, if I find a yoga teacher I like, I'll, I'm super happy to, to pay the <clears throat> 10 to 20 bucks drop-in fee for that. Going to a yoga studio is really nice because you there will be a lot of other people in the class and you can learn from them. Like if you're in a difficult pose, uh, you look around and you can see how to improve it or how to make it more like step it down a notch or step it up a notch. If you didn't hear what the instructor said, you can, you'll be able to see what someone else is doing. And they also have a lot of mirrors and seeing your, your body in the mirror really helps with adjusting your alignment. And there's all these little subtle changes you can do with your body inside the postures to, to, move into a correct alignment basically which i find super beneficial so i would say going to a a gym or creating creating one at home is is super beneficial how do you feel about hot yoga i like it i i tried it one time and i i thought it was miserable i was in like the like one of the weekend like you know five dollar tryout classes and it was like kind of too many people in kind of too small a space it was too hot and just like sticky and, and hard I, I 
it was hot. It was maybe too hot for me. I didn't. Uh, I did not enjoy it at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm. It was like a thousand degrees. It was like being in a room that was the sun, except there was fifty other people in there, and a room made yeah. for like forty people. You know, like it was, it was full. Yeah, I think if you don't if you don't enjoy it, then don't go. If you if you you also set yourself up for a, you know if you go to like the cheapest thing that they're offering which was probably offered outside of working hours, it's going to be full. If you want to try it again, go midday. Go, don't don't pick out of working hours, pick the 9 a.m. or the 10 a.m. class. There's going to be half as many or less people in it. Word. That's and a good uh, have, That's a good pro tip, I think, for uh, people who are interested yeah. in trying it out but uh, not interested in having a bad time. Yeah, like, and if you're, if you're new to yoga and self-conscious about it, don't go to a busy class. And just know that if you do a little bit at home, you'll feel better going and doing it around a bunch of people. And the majority of, it's not like you're going into a class full of pro yoga people. Everyone's on the same page. No one gives a fuck. Like you, they're all being self-conscious too. Um, just, just go enough to start to feel a benefit or not feel a benefit and then make a new decision from there if you want to keep doing it. But if, yeah, for the heat, I don't, the heat doesn't bother me. I enjoy it. Um, especially in the winter, it's nice to, to go get in the hot room for a little bit. And, um, and I don't, I don't really love being hot, uh, but going into a a hot yoga class for an hour, I I really do enjoy that. Okay. Let's pivot again. This is some good information, some good hacks on, uh, on people who are interested in expanding their yoga knowledge, but what you eat makes a big impact on how well you kayak and how well you perform. And I think a lot of kayakers, especially in that, like they paddle every day on the weekends and they, you know, get like one day in the week maybe, and they're like kind of plateaued, not progressing as fast as they want, but you know, they're not really looking after themselves in terms of what they eat. And I've started to figure out that like what I eat is having a bigger impact on me than maybe I thought. Um, what are some, some dietary options that you've switched to in terms of fueling up? Like I was really interested when you were talking on, uh, hammer factor about doing that, like two sticking laps in one day, how you smashed some chickpeas or something on the drive back up to the top and, and you didn't eat anything. I think you said, or they had like a power bar or something. Um, what's up with that? Um, I think you just made up most of the hammer factor recollection i don't remember what i mean i don't remember that well but that's a rough that's like a rough recall of the podcast i heard one time okay yeah so i can't speak i can't remember either what jared and oniel ate but jared has been vegan for i'm I'm guessing two or over two years and when we were together that year that was two seasons ago um he, he they would have been eating a vegetable quinoa or vegetable rice and bean something or other uh, we all had a bunch of those cliff bar cliff shot things or whatever those gummies i think i can't remember but what i ate was i had two um i can't remember what i ate in the morning maybe nothing yeah we didn't eat anything until after <laughs> site Z. we stopped and ate but the the af- after the first lap, I had a, a bag of quinoa with peanut butter and coconut oil mixed into it while it was still hot, and a bunch of bananas cut into that, and it was a pretty big, big serving. So that's what I ate 
in between the first lap and the second lap, and then again on the once we finished, I had another bag of that at the bottom, and probably some other snacks. Um, and that I just chose that because I just wanted something that would be powerful and taste good, and I wanted to try that combination of food. No doubt. So that's two two interesting points there. Um, one is eating only vegetables, like like you're saying, Jersey and vegan there, which is like as a, a big change for some people. What's like one easy change that could potentially help improve someone's kayaking? It's, uh, improving kayaking by eating. Yeah, like improving yeah. your out your output performance by what you eat. Like the two the two I, systems are pretty linked. Like you, I don't know. Like I I've been pretty undereducated about it for a long time, but the more I look into it, the more I'm sure that what you put in has a very very direct linear result with what you get out so what is one change people can make in terms of cutting or adding to their the things they eat um that could help improve their performance or what's one thing you've noticed that's improved like your performance most dramatically i think that um the best thing you can do is is just to perform your own small tests and experiments but first of all you have to identify if you have a problem and that way like if, if you go out kayaking on the weekend and you feel you feel fine then whatever if you're trying to make a change this decide what sort of change you want to make if you want to paddle more then just start paddling more and see if if your body can handle it um, if you're just trying to eat healthier then I think maybe one change that's really simple that you could do is just is just try to eat higher quality and that you might not notice a difference so one thing I've noticed over being over the last few years of paying attention I don't necessarily eat a a plus diet all the time but by paying attention to what I'm eating and what I'm doing I do notice that I feel better when I eat higher quality foods and my, I just personally, I love eating salads and I, I crave those. And sometimes it's, I feel like I, I just, I just love eating vegetables. So I like that they're cold. I like that they're, I don't, I don't cook them all the time. I, I, like I said, I like to eat a lot of salad and I just, I operate fine like that. And I don't have a specific diet for the, since I've, probably the last two and a half months of, I've just been eating whatever I want, anything. I've been eating meat, dairy, lots of like pasta and oatmeal. I've just been, I've been exercising a lot, so I haven't been too concerned about what's going in. I just try to pick what, in my opinion, is higher quality food. Um, I think that if you, to have a fun experiment, um, cutting out meat would be a fun experiment but the other thing you need to look at is what meat did you cut out if you're eating really high quality meat from the farm next door <clears throat> i don't think cutting that out is going to make some insane change in your i don't think that would make a huge change for me is what i should say but if you're eating shitty meat and you cut it out then you just cut out shitty food that you're putting in your body so cut out bullshit food as a start i guess for me the, the thing i notice the most is is alcohol if i cut that out then i see and feel big improvements. So, if you drink a lot, that's that'll be the easiest fucking thing to do. Word. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about, um, something else you just touched on there was you 
going back to that double stikine day, you didn't eat until site Z, which is like for some people that's a whole day of kayaking, right? Like, like that's a campsite, am I right? Uh, there's the campsite above site Z on on river right. So typically in the three day descent, that's where you would camp. So for some but, people, that's a whole day of kayaking that you guys did in I don't know whatever like a su- super quick time. And you didn't eat anything before that. Like, are you a regular, like, not breakfast eater? Like, this is going back to an earlier podcast I did where I was talking about breakfast with a bunch of people. Um, and it seemed like there was a real mix of people who could operate with no breakfast and people who needed breakfast to operate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really... It depends on what I did the day before and when I ate. But I, I don't like to wake up and then make breakfast. It's just not... Um, the first thing I want to do, and if I'm if I'm wake up and I'm super hungry, then I'll eat something. But um, on like we got up at probably four or four thirty, so the last thing I want to do is all I want to do is wake up, put on my gear, and start paddling. I don't really care about shoving food in. Um, if you if you do experiment with skipping a meal or or eating within a shorter window each day. I think you'll pretty quickly realize that you you might just be eating out of tradition and habit, but I'm not. There is also no problem with that. Maybe you'll find benefit. There's obviously a shit ton of information online, and you can listen to as many people as, as you want talk about the benefits of it and what you'll get out of it. But any any health information, you just need to boil it down to. Um, it's some things will work for people like, sorry, any health information. If you really distill it, I think you end up with the the same sort of message from any diet. Like everyone's going to agree that you just need to eat quality food. And I think you can get away with eating really shitty food, but you don't have to start listening, like become intermittent fasting or time restricted eating window. Like if you want to wake up at 430 in the morning and smash a bowl of cereal, like do it. But that's the last thing I wanted to do. I wanted to wake up, get on the river, and start paddling. I know that because I've done stuff like that, I know that I'm fine. I'm not going to be thinking about food the whole time. So, and then yeah, it's it's a distance to get down there, but it's not. It doesn't equate to one day. Like if you go up to the Stikine, you can put on in the afternoon, scout a lot of the rapids on your way to Site Z, and, and take your time. But we're we're sliding in and and not stopping. The three of us knew the river. We know the river well, so it wasn't like we just hammered out a day of paddling and then started eating. We just kind of made our way to that point, um, and that was our plan. We wanted to paddle for a while, get a big chunk of uh, of the river behind us, and then we took a break and ate delicious food. And, yeah, I was hungry at that point. Yeah, I bet. No doubt. All right. Well, that's super interesting. Benny, you got anything else you want to add on here before we call it a day? This has been a super, super insightful conversation. I think a lot of people will benefit from, or I hope they will. If they don't, I mean, fucking, but uh, hopefully they will. I mean, I, I just, as I've paid attention and, you know, I have, I have the free time to, to cook a lot and to try out these diets. And I've, I've tried eating within a certain time period. I've tried fast and, and whatever. The biggest thing that I've ever felt positively affect my body is reducing the amount of um, sweets and sugar that I eat, 
cutting out alcohol is is a huge one for me. It, I I sleep really well when I'm not drinking any anything, and I have um, I have access to powerful energy. As soon as I wake up, I'm I'm awake. I really enjoy that, and don't don't just like pick something and think it's gonna be this magic bullet cure all. Just just do whatever feels good, and yeah, stay away from shitty food. It, it gets to be expensive at some point, but I think it's totally worth it. And if it's something you're interested in, just try that. And if it works, it works. People people perform really well on a variety of diets, food quality, and whatever. So I think the other point is that if you want to if you want to perform well, just start fucking performing well. Well, there you go. That is the the sound bite that I if I made sound bites, that would be that would be the one. All right, Benny, where can people find you if they don't know who you are, if they live under a rock or whatever? Uh, <laughs> I'm just on Instagram, I guess. Benny uh, Mar with no A. Benny Mar with no A. Um, sweet. This has been a question you never thought to ask. Uh, I will hopefully see you again in two weeks. Okay.